This is Drew Galloway, and you're listening to the podcast called TRSS. Live the gimmick. Enough with the suspense already. Get on with the blasted story. This is the national bearded treasure and global bearded icon, John Rondo, and you're listening to the regular season sportscast. How about now? Welcome to Raw is the regular season sportscast. When it comes to the internet. Tell me I'm motherfucking The internet can be a very, very dangerous playground for certain people. I'm telling you. You guys are just vicious when it comes to certain things. And 2K17, NBA 2K17, it's not even out yet. Well, some of you bootleggers got that shit already, but I'm jealous because I haven't gotten it yet, motherfuckers. But in any case, it's not even out yet. And already there's video of guys doing D-Rolls getting hurt. <laughs> there's a video that I was tagged down by my, my boy Javon Lewis. Shout out to Javon Lewis. Shout out to him copping that uh that undisputed t-shirt. He um he tagged me in a video of D-Rolls backpedaling, going back, I guess, uh <laughs> backpedaling onto defense, and he just tore his ACL. You see him writhing in pain by the bench, holding his hey, <laughs> I was like, Jesus, the fucking season didn't even start yet. And you guys are already giving a man shit. Like, what the hell? Gotta love it, though, because if it wasn't for you savages out there, social media would be fucking boring. But with that being said, there's other stuff going on. Shout out to you people who try to bootleg the the CM Punk fight this past Saturday. You guys are hilarious. You, you actually were shocked that Facebook took it down. Like, you fucking tagged UFC in it. You didn't think the fucking UFC bot was going to take you down? Yeah. Uh, Dana White didn't do it himself. Sorry for you guys who thought it was Dana who did it, but no, they have a robot that takes that shit down. Shout out to CM Punk who lived his dream. I'm going to get into that later on in the show, but you, you, you guys, as merciless and, and cold hearted as you are to bash, there, there's, there's you guys who are such happy-go-lucky fans who's like, good job, punk. You fulfilled your dream. Yay. Oh, my God. Whatever. Look, I, I'll get into that shit later, but let's, let's, let's keep it real. If he wasn't seeing punk, would he have gotten his fucking shot? I'm just saying. But yeah, this, uh, I, I, I tie everything in because this week is going to be one of those weeks that I was pretty annoyed about what's going on. Although it was a big, big week in sports, you know, football, college football, 
uh, uh, NFL was 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 kicking off, and there was the UFC. There's big run-ins happening, big big shakeups in in baseball. We're closing in on the on the final weeks, and then we had, of course. Uh, we had a big wrestling weekend. SmackDown Live had their first pay per view with Backlash. It was tons of stuff going on. Thank goodness I was off this weekend because yeah, I would have been so fucking pissed if I, if I wouldn't have seen a lot of shit live. It's it, it was one of those things that I was pleasantly entertained and I was excited about what was going on, and then I quickly became annoyed because once again, social media shows its ugly face. I'm getting. I'm getting frustrated and annoyed with it, but at the same time, I can't pull away from it because I need it. You need social media, especially when this, in this in this medium that I'm in. We have to use it. For instance, Snapchat is because Snapchat has become so fucking boring. Like it's getting so. I guess it's, you you say it's drying out. It's 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 going by the wayside. Now that Instagram has basically the same features and there's ton, tons of more people. I have more people on Instagram than I do on Snapchat. And it's like, it's whatever. It's just because one of those things like it's, it, Snapchat is just going to be going out the door soon. It might be going the way of MySpace, maybe. If you guys ever, if you guys remember what that is. It's a shame too because the, the creators of Snapchat had the, opportunity of selling off to zuckerberg and they was like no 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 we, we're gonna keep it on our no problem and zuckerberg went and just basically like he did in everything else manipulated the, the 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 whole industry and just said well we got it too somewhat so shout out to you guys who are still functioning on social media but uh gotta tell you some of you some of you motherfuckers are just Jesus Christ, you're never fucking happy. You're never pleased. And even more, it's like some of you guys, I, I get lost at what the hell you guys are talking about. I mean, seriously, seriously, I get lost in it. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Regular Season Sportscast. I am your host, Jay the Red Santee, host of the Regular Season Sportscast. TRSS, part of the Rageworks family. Be sure you check us out at rageworks.net. Be sure you check us out at trsspodcast.com. That's where you can get us at. Get all the episodes there. All episodes at TRSS Podcast, as well as TRSS Overtime, views from the 536 with host Met We're doing uh, monthly episodes with him. He's winding down. We got some big stuff planned for him and other constituents of the Rageworks family. So be sure you check that out. Be sure you check us out on Facebook at the Regular Season Sportscast group page on Facebook, as well as at Regular Season Sports on Instagram. Check us out on Twitter at RWJSanti, as well as on Snapchat, which who, who long is that's going to be around for, at WaterbedRedRW, and on the YouTube page with the regular season sportscast. And oh, yeah, my Facebook page as well. Jay Santi on Facebook. Be sure to check me out there. That's where I connect everything for the show, all social media outlets. It all just pipes flying through there. Be sure you also check us out. There's a new shirt out there from TRSS. Check us out on regular season, uh, excuse me, at uh, rageworks.net forward slash shop. Check us out. There are new shirts out there. It's the new TRSS arrive, live the gimmick and leave shirt. Be sure you check us out there. If you check out T Public, they usually have sales there. Shirts will that can be about twenty bucks. You can get them for fourteen. Those are T shirts and any other kind of apparel. 
check it out there check out also all the rageworks.net stuff stuff man from call me when it's over black is the new black everything is there we got some cool stuff there we're, we're i'm trying to trying to trying to saturate the market man trying to make it stylish for you guys i wanted to make it look like it, it's show related but also something that you could rock and people could be you know people think that you're in style you're in you're flashy especially you guys um especially who you guys i was gonna say white guys but okay i can say white guys especially white guys who like to wear just shirts or whatever and you could go to a pub or a bar and wear a shirt and just still just you know make it coordinate but as long as it has crss podcast on there people can ask questions like what is that yeah you guys will be doing me a big help all kind of races but i know a lot of white guys do that shit right i can't be i can't be the, i can't be the only one that thinks that right jesus so this past week I, I I've been following the news with you know what's been going on. I don't really like to get political and shit on this show, but you know when when it comes to sports and what's been going on the past couple of weeks with this whole uproar with you know the national anthem stuff, I I, I figured that this will be my podium just to like give my views and thoughts of what I can say is just basically. Here we go. My fellow Americans, it seems as though there's been a debate on what's going on with the national anthem and how individuals seem to feel there isn't a need to stand when our nation's song is being played. I must tell you, we are built on the freedoms of our Constitution and the liberties in which we hold to stand true. And I must tell you that you people who are out there are given free will and freedom by not only the man above, but for those who spread their blood and their livelihood and give the ultimate sacrifice for you to express your thoughts and beliefs with that being said for all of you who are taking a knee and not standing while our nation's anthem is played power through and power on and for all you people who boo me when my image is played on a video screen you can all eat a dick I stand by these words. All right, cut that shit out. I find that amazing how hypocritical individuals can be in which you're you're saying that you're upset in which you have players, sports figures, because they're sports figures. I mean, I, 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 at the end of the day, these are individuals who you give your money to because you give money to watch them. You buy their jerseys. You, 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 you entertain. You enjoy them by by viewing them on television or or in the stadiums or whatever way it is. And in return, they play a sport, and you're upset because they're not 
standing or saluting a symbol of of our country. But yet our president, our leader, the leader of the free world comes on the screen or is merely mentioned, but you guys could boo and hiss or whatever it is that you fucking hypocrites do. Whatever the, whatever whatever it is that you you figure that is is the common way to salute our commander in chief but yet you know it's fucked up to take a knee when the national anthems are being played you know what suck yeah seriously yeah you you suck florida and if you don't know what i mean florida is basically uh the united states penis well so just suck it because that makes no since this bill, this country is built on the, the the liberties and the freedoms in which we stand true to to our our preservation of of of, of bringing you know just the freedoms that other parts of the world don't have doesn't have and now all of a sudden I see that what is how the the foundation is built on but now basically how we're standing firm is by you know financial success and hypocrisy. And that's basically it. You know, do unto those as others will do to you. I guess that's what it is, right? I I I I see no logic in what this is, is what this is about. But what do I know? I'm just a I'm just a lowly podcaster who sits behind a fucking mic drinking a couple of beers and just sees that, you know, sees the world as a lopsided view and, and all I should really care about is just hoping that my favorite team wins and that there's a paycheck at the at, at every two weeks that's being deposited in my account but you know the the sad part about this is that i have to i have to stay focused on what's going on because although this is a sports show and it you know i guess we don't we do tie our common day practices if you're a sports fan to what's going on in our everyday livelihoods and our media and our news outlets because it because apparently now Colin Kaepernick has started a wave in which everybody else didn't deem it to be a wave but now it's a wave because now everybody seems to feel as though that oh since he's not doing this he's un-American but then there's those who sit there and says I support him and now they're you know, co-conspirators to the nonsense. So rather than just say, you know, we, 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 let's start looking at ourselves and our country and see what the flaws are and help to fix it. No, rather we just say, you know what, he's a dick and he should know better. You know, if, if, if I, if I go to school and I'm not getting the proper education from a certain topic or the school itself, I just don't go anymore. Does it just, you know, and after I've, I've, I've said to teachers, principals, guidance counselors, listen, I'm not getting the proper education. I'm getting it. I don't know. I'm not feeling it. And I don't do it anymore. They call truancy on me or they call, you know, child services to say that, you know, I am not accomplishing. I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. But after I've cried out numerous times to say that, you know, I'm not getting the education I want. So I said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not going to do it anymore. Fuck this. Oh, now I'm just disrespectful and I'm the, and and I'm going against the grain. I'm a rebel. And I, you get, you know, we get tired, especially those of color. I'm a person of color. And 
I have seen my fair share of prejudice and 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 and, and acts of of defiance when it comes to other cultures firsthand, but I haven't seen it in such a high scale as other individuals of of color and race. But yeah, it's present. It's prevalent. Shout out to Lil Wayne who says that he's never had to deal with racism. I don't. I'm I'm astounded by that. I'm 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 astounded by hearing that. But that's another say another another topic for another show. I'll bring uh probably spin that back to uh call me when it's over. What's your boy, your girl's favorite artist, Josie Boy. Uh yeah, so let me just uh, let me just tail spin that. But I, I just want to tell you that you guys uh, we we really gotta do better. We really gotta do better. So for this week's show, we got this week's rant. This week's rant I want to talk about uh sports posers. You know, we have posers in other areas of our lives be it music be it comic books be it and you know whatever there's this poses and if you don't know what a poser is poser is basically individual who likes something because it's the fad or thinks that uh, they know something about a certain topic but really has no idea they just want to say it because they think it's it's cool and it's in the norm but uh, i i gotta tell you that i i saw something that trouble me this past weekend and it's something that basically just took it to the next level because i have um i've been seeing it commonly for the past couple of weeks especially with the emergence with, with football coming back and such and i i felt as though that i think this might be the right time to discuss it so i, I for, for this week's rank i'm going to discuss uh, uh sports posers that that's something that we we all might have been a part of and seen but also you know had some had some uh, opinions about also going to be talking about tim tebow signed to a team and jesus christ uh, if it isn't who i really would think it would be he'll do it also going to talk about cm punk's debut in ufc yeah wonder how that went hmm also we're going to talk to uh the weekend at nfl we're going to do uh the review and previews of week one also going to go through uh the trss Pickums contest with myself, Selly, and Met Fan Matt. You'd be surprised at what happened this week, so make sure you check that out. Selly will be stopping in and be talking about how she felt about what happened this week. She did pretty well. Just got to give you guys for eight year old turning nine. She did pretty well. Also, Oreos, uh, Adam Jones made a comment about specifically what I was speaking about when it comes to you know st- standing true in the values and the national anthem standing for him. So he had a he he basically made a statement about baseball in general. So we'll touch up on that. Turbocal tabloid. We'll be discussing the release of Alberto Del Rio. Tying with that, the fall of Paige. Uh, that was um. There's there's some there's something going on there which I don't know. I I, I want to discuss that because I was I was I was a big fan of her and you know there's, there's I I'll get to it when it comes to uh TNA and their grand champion series for their their newly inaugurated belt. I'm gonna to talk to you guys about that. Uh, backlash got uh, the uh, the review. You guys might be surprised at what my thoughts about that, and as well as the CWC NXT these past couple of weeks. Just gonna uh, just gonna touch up lightly on on that. So yeah, guys, be sure you check us out. Be sure you check out RageWorks.net. We got all this stuff going down. Too much, too much, too much stuff, man. It's been it's been a hell of a week. I'm trying to get all things 
sports related out early because like I said, since NFL starts on Thursday, I gotta push all the content out as soon as possible. I mean, really. So trying to get those shows out by Wednesday and, um, Hopefully Thursday, at least by Thursday morning, you guys will be able to have TRSS so you can, you can get the pickups and my reviews for everything. All right. So we'll be back. Got to pay some dues. And just, uh, just sit back and just relax for a little bit. Give you guys a minute to take in what's going on before I can start going off on my tangent. All right. So give me a sec. And you can't teach that. Oh yeah, que paso, papi? Listen, I know you guys like to go to the other pizzerias, like the Pizza Hole, or the Little Caesars, or the otro que se, the, the, the one with the Capicus, que se llama Domino's. But let me tell you something, guys. You gotta come try some Spanish pizza. That's right, baby. They got Papa Wans. That's right, baby. You come down to Papa Wans. Papa Wans has deals for you, especially when it comes down to the Season. I know two people like to watch you sports and then you like to eat and come algo también. Listen, we got deals for you here at Papa Juan's. Get it out. Get it out there for everyone. Listen, first, on Monday we have Mofongo Madness. That's right. You get two lost prize and you get a big plate of Mofongo. That's right. That's here at Papa Juan's. And then on Wednesdays, you can order yourself some Special toppings on your pizza, baby. You can pull on top of it. Yeah, you can. You can pull a piña. You pull, you can even pull some pernil on top of your pizza for no extra cost, man. And then, if you order two pies, you get a two liter of malta just for free, baby. That's it. That's Papa One. You too can be part of it. Oye, ven pa' acá porque nosotros tiene cosas para ti. Papa One. The pizzeria for your Spanish people. Ponga sazón, ponga adobo, ponga sofrito. That's right, Papa Wang. Come to Papa Wang. It's close to you, baby. And don't forget, I tell you now, with any pizza you get from us, you can get a side of acapurias, you can get a side of pastelillos, or you can get the side of ajo blanco y habichuela, or you can get a little side of a that's right, you get it all, baby. It's here at Papa Wang. Papa Wang, make sure that you use the app. Go to the Google Play or the iTunes Store or whatever you use for your phone because some people use Cricket, Metro PCS, I don't know what is it that you use, but whatever app you use, you use Papa Wang. That's right, make sure you use the Papa Wang. Papa Wang is located at any local Spanish neighborhood as well as Anywhere you smell adobo, sazon, or any other Goya products. This commercial is brought to you by the regular season sportscast. This is TNA Superstar EC3, and you are listening to TRSS. This week's rant. This week's rant is brought to you by the Threat Connect. Let me tell you, this past week or so, well, it was about two weeks ago, I ordered from a a printing company they do shirts they do uh hats and such embroidery you know and i wasn't pleased with a lot of the content you know it, it looked okay and such so i had a friend of mine who saw what i was wearing and what i purchased and it was like hey check it out you know, i i got a spot for you so 
you know, some, it's best for me to take recommendations for other people than from elsewhere because it's, you know, at, at least if shit is fucked up, then I can at least go back to them. But, uh, I got connected with the Threat Connect. Threat Connect is a printing company. They do embroidery. They do shirts. And I found out that they did buttons as well. And they did my TRSS buttons. So you guys can check it out. I have it on at regular season sports. You can check that out there. You can see the buttons there. You can see the couture of everything that's, that's created by Threat Connect. They're really good, really good. Uh, outlet for getting stuff created your own designs they could create for you their custom designs as well check them out man the threat connect you could check them out at threat connect on instagram they're also associated with at rapper life so be sure you check them out on instagram there they also have a paypal in which you guys could connect and make payments and uh distribution of uh whatever you guys need for your Either your softball teams, your own podcast, your uh, just stuff to wear in the hood, man. At Threat Connect on Instagram. Be sure you check them out there. If guys got the hookup. At Threat Connect, you can get your shit laced up. So, yeah. So, this week's rant, I'm going to talk about posers. Sports posers. I've been noticing for a while, there's, you know, a circle of people who, and I've, I've mentioned it earlier on the episodes. There's a circle of people that I try to like steer clear from when it comes to discussing sports. In certain instances, for instance, it's like at work. I don't like to speak about sports at work. And if I do, it's a short spurts and I'm off. It's like I just dropped the firecracker and I just ran away because I don't want to have too long of a conversation because I always say, if you want to hear my views on sports, check out my show, trsspodcast.com. It's easy. Boom. I fucking got a button on my back. Anyway, so... I've always caught wind of individuals who talk sports and they're those who are the diehard fucking fans who love to be the statisticians who know uh, what year Barry Bonds started taking steroids, uh, what year uh, Bo Jackson uh, took his first shit when he played college ball like that. They, they know they're they're spot on nonsense. And then there are those who are the casual fans, which I'm cool with, which I get. You know, there's some individuals who, who, who <laughs> excuse me, who may or may not know everything that's sports, but enjoy it for the, for the fun of it. They're the ones who are the New York Giant fans as well as the Philadelphia, the Philadelphia Eagles fans. Yeah, I, I said that. That's, that's god awful. They're also the ones who, um, I love all of your teams. Hey, go Yankees, go Mets. It's like, Fuck you, stick your head in a blender. But still, hey, hey, more power to you. Then there are those who think they know what they're talking about and are oblivious to the 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 the, the sport in general and just want to ride the wave because everybody else is on it. That, my friends, is what is labeled. I wish I had a drum roll, but I don't. I should have a drum roll. But I don't. But that's my friend is what is labeled a sports poser. I mean, you. Oh, good for you. You think you know about the latest in wrestling? Okay. I'm a big wrestling fan. Yeah, I I love wrestling. Wrestling is my, uh, my my favorite thing to watch. I oh man, shit! I I love the Attitude Era. 
Really? That's the only thing you love? The Attitude Era? Oh, yeah, I'm a wrestling fan. I enjoy wrestling. Yeah, you do? Yeah, you ever watched um, you ever watched CM Punk and Ring of Honor? What? Okay. Just tell me that you are a WWE fan. I get that. Don't tell me, oh, man, I love Kevin Owens. That guy was too, he was so fucking cool. Remember when he wrestled and he, uh, he was, um, uh, oh, man, what was his name? He wrestled in that company where, uh, they don't have a lot of fans and, uh, oh, Jesus Christ. If you don't know what that is, that's my head banging into the microphone. Yeah. Those fans. And oh, and then it's the other ones. Oh, the, yeah, yo, I love, I love the Cowboys. Fucking Cowboys are the best fucking team in the NFL. Oh, yeah? Who's a Cowboy, who's a Cowboy quarterback in the 90s when they won the Super Bowl? They won the Super Bowl in the 90s? Oh, fuck me. Jesus. And, and mind you, I could, I could, I could easily let the young ones go. I used to have arguments with my with my with my my young nephew. Shout out to Marcus, who we used to we used to tease him because he was a Kobe fan and such like that. And I, it was always an argument about Kobe was the greatest ball player in the world. Like, and then now everybody wants to consider it that. But we would always go back and forth about him compared to LeBron and all that stuff. And we used to always tease him about well, since when you were a fucking Laker fan. And he's young, so I I can't sit there and tell him and ask him about. The great era in the eighties in which you know the Lakers were dominant. So you can't do that. That they could get away from. But you know, if you're, I gotta call a spade a spade here, man. This past weekend, we you know UFC two hundred three is on, and of course everybody ran to their fucking local pubs or their friends' house who were UFC fighters because. CM Punk was fighting on the card. They didn't give a fuck about you know the the heavyweight title that match that was on. They they wanted to see the CM Punk fight. <coughs> Excuse me. So everybody named Mother is on social media buzzing on the check. And granted, more power to you. That's exactly what that was supposed to do. That was supposed to generate that kind of audience. They wanted to bring in the casual fans or the fans of another type of sports or sports entertainment into the UFC world. This occurs and now everybody and their mother becomes MMA fucking purist and, and professionals. So I I I we I'm watching the fight. We watched the fight and unfortunately fucking the shit my my feed went down I'm not gonna say what I was watching it on but shit but it so happens as soon as the CM Punk fight happened my feed went down any case um I had a, I had a, a friend I had a friend of mine call me they said they wanted to get a link to the fight I was like buy it cause I'm not a pirate wink wink under my patch but um I I hooked them up with where someone was streaming it quickly so it so happens there's someone that I knew who was who was streaming it, and I wanted to hook that person up for it because I wasn't going to do it. They weren't going to send me to fucking uh, Facebook jail or whatever because I'm already in trouble with YouTube. So in any case, I tag the individual on the video so they can watch it. Before I did it, I started hearing the commentary this individual was talking, and. This person was talking like they've been watching UFC forever. 
for years talking about all the reason why punk didn't win was because of this or the reason oh spoiler alert punk didn't win for you guys who haven't watched it yet oops sorry uh the reason why he didn't win is because of age and experience and stuff and it's like okay since when have you been mind you i i know i know you i don't know you well but i know you we've had conversations we've talking we've spoken about sports and such i've even heard heard you make a comment to say that you hardly ever watch ufc i remember there was a notion in which ufc 200 was coming out and you say, oh, man, I can't. I, I would love to get tickets for the Garden to watch UFC 200. And it's like, no, UFC 200 is not in the Garden. 205 will be in the Garden. But uh, I, 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 like I said, and you know what? It's cool. You want to sound cool. That's okay. But to me, it kind of bothers me. So as – and. People may think I'm a dick for doing this, but I'm not being a dick. I just just wanted to be honest, and I wanted to express my opinions. And So I left a comment on the page, and I was like, since when were you a UFC fan? Like, like, really? And then I said, you know what? Maybe I should leave the comment on the page. So I I text the person directly, and I asked him, I was like, since when are you a fan? Like, okay. Be you know call you know call a spade a spade. Be honest with it. Be like, listen, I'm watching UFC because Punk was on it, and cool. Or just say like, you know, maybe I, I watch it casually, or whatever. That's like me. I watch golf, but I'm not a diehard fucking golf fan. I played it, and I'm not a diehard fucking player. And I'm sitting there going, well, you know that uh, on the back nine, this seems that uh. Spieth has a stronger game usually when he plays the front nine in the British Open. His back nine is usually his dominant game. And in his wedge seems to be his go-to club when he needs to get at least 100 to 150 yards to the green. Sounds like I know what I'm talking about, right? I have no fucking clue what I just rambled about. Although it sounds, I sound like I know what I'm talking about, but I no clue. I, I, I really could have did play by play for something right there, but I have no fucking clue what that what what I'm just saying because who I don't even know if Spieth likes to use the word like the fuck. What do I know? Is that even how you pronounce his name? Anyway, yeah. So I you know I called the spade and I say, listen, since when you were a fan? Like I've I've never I've then <laughs> all of a sudden. This, you know, people. As soon as the CM Punk fight is done, they don't watch nothing more. You didn't get to see, you know, the, the heavyweight fight for the belt. Which, by the way, I, I <laughs> you never know what happens in these heavyweight fights. Anyway, I'll go into more details later on. But let me go through this rant quick. So, in any case, I, and, and and not to harp on this person because, like I said, I get it at other places as well. At work, you get. These individuals that just because they watch Sports Center or they they fucking they they they, they have you know, certain scheduled times to watch part of that part of my inter- part of the interruption or um, around the horn that they are fucking pros. I, I and I don't even want to be a dick about the whole thing about you know that you have never even played a sport, so how would you even know that? Because 
honestly, there's a lot of sports that I've not played. Like I, I've never really delved in. I hell, I've never even fucking took a bump in. A, well, no, actually, I did take a bump in a wrestling ring. I'm taking a few bumps, but I've never been a pro, but I can still talk about it. But in any case, at least I speak about it because I know what I'm talking about. Like I have some type of education in it. And, and, and you know, other wrestlers might say, don't talk my lingo. Don't talk. Don't talk the, the wrestling talk or whatever. But it's like if I know what the fuck I'm talking about, if I know what I'm saying, I know how to use the terminologies properly. I can do that. But I'm not going to sit here and, you know, ask you not to talk like psychology or psychiatric because you're offending me because I work in the field. You have no idea what you're talking about, but that's what a poser does. That's what they do. Like that. It's, it's, it's just trying to fit in the norm and to feel as though that they're part of something. And sometimes don't be a square peg trying to fit in a round hole. Just be yourself and just you know, don't act like you know what you're talking about. For instance, I just got my passes for Comic Con this week. Now I'm not. I always say I'm a geek. I, I love comics and I love you know collectibles, toy memorabilia, and shit like that. But I'm not the fucking uber diehard. You know, I know Jean Grey's pubic hair color or fucking. I I know that Batman had sex with Catwoman and at the same night he fucking defeated the joker using a toothpick like i don't know what issue that was like i'm i'm not that much of a fucking dork i i i get it i i i i know certain things i dab i'm always i always want to give the the catchphrase of jack of all trades master of none that's just what i am so I'm going to Comic Con. So I and and I'm waiting to hear all the douchebags who comes up to me to tell me, "Oh, you going to the fucking con? What the fuck you know about comics?" I know that I paid fucking fifty dollars per pass to go to this shit just because I want to go buy some collectibles and see what I could uh, see. All you dorks running around looking like fucking Homer Simpson and and uh eighty fucking battle damage Vegetas. That's what I can't wait to see and laugh at you, to laugh at you and not with you, but also see what other hot chicks are gonna be anyways but yeah that's that's just the essence of what the pose is so yeah i just, I just wanted to go on my my tangent on that and by the way to the individual who who i'm speaking of and uh, you, you you listen to my show don't take it personal it's not a personal thing i was just trying i'm, I'm just trying to like help you out for the future because rather than have individuals talk behind your back I tell you directly and probably just uh, directly told a hundred some of my people who listen to the show, but I didn't say your name though. So yeah, still love you though. This is John Rondo, AKA El Chorizo. And you're listening to the regular season sports cast. Man, we talking sports and shit. All right. So since we are already on the way of talking about, um, UFC and all that good old stuff. I gotta tell you, guys, you, in case you missed it, a um, there was a, there was a big, big UFC fight that occurred this past week and weekend. I gotta put that together in, in editing. Anyway, this past weekend there was a uh, UFC 203. Watch the prelims. Prelims were entertaining. It wasn't enough for me to so like really stay captivated because basically had a few people over getting drunk but 
got some libations going on. But even so, the prelims were cool. Had some uh, had some uh, uh, intriguing fights for the build up to UFC two hundred three, in which the fight card, big 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 fight card, and of course on the. First of all, before I even talk about the CM Punk day, Alistair Overeem. Alistair Overeem is a guy. In case you guys don't know, Alistair Overeem is, is is this dominating presence of a heavyweight, good looking guy. He's he's been all over the world. He's he fought in K one, uh, and he was like one of these guys that had prominence to be a a imposing figure before like Brock Lesnar got into MMA Overeem was a guy that was going to be the man in there then all of a sudden we come to find out that Overeem doesn't have a jaw and meaning that is that let's just say that uh, classic coke bottles have a better stand of taking a punch than he does although he has great hair though he has that that good Dominican no, he has Puerto Rican hair. He does look Puerto Rican. In any case, so leading up to the heavyweight championship uh, fight, um, uh, it's 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 one of those things that you never know what Overeem you're going to get. Either you're going to get this dominating puncher or you're going to get the guy who's going to fold like origami. And we got the guy who folded like origami. And although he landed a great punch, there's one thing that you've learned, and even I, who 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 has fought in the streets, know that if you throw a punch, you follow through. You do, you just don't leave it hanging there. When you throw a punch, you always follow through with the punch. That meaning, the punch goes all the way out. And when he threw his left, it just stood and hung there. It's it's stu- it stunned our champ, but it wasn't enough to to basically it it was it was bad. So Overeem, I don't I don't I don't know what guy we get in the ring anymore. We I really don't know what happened. Same could be said about my my man um uh Uriah Faber. Uriah Faber is like a guy who I've always liked, and I had a conversation with an individual who who was watching UFC with us and I, and he's a humongous UFC fan and I'm waiting and I'm waiting to schedule something with him cuz he'll be the guy that I could bring in to have a conversation with about MMA and UFC and such. And he's a he's a big fan. I, he's a friend of mine who I haven't seen in a while. But he came down and he he came down and he was having discussions about uh you have a favor. And as for Faber, Faber has Great track work record. He's 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 accomplished so much in the field, but now you know Faber's a little bit older, and for his you know his weight class, he he can't go up anymore because if he goes up, he's 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 basically going to be outclassed. He can't handle the the weight differential. He's been breaking his hand often. His hand is basically made of paper mache, and you know, with age comes comes you know, the, the, being slower, he's unable to to pace himself. And this past fight, he also looked as though that he was a step out of place. Mind you, 
Faber has a great camp. He has a great gym. He has good dojo out there, and he can make lucrative, lucrative money out there. But if he's in the same class as his 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 following in a dojo, you're fighting your same you're fighting the same people that's coming up in, out of your 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 dojo, out of your your camp. It's not a good look. So I'm I'm going to expect that Faber is going to just step down and and basically just call it quits sooner than later which are, which is which would be understandable because at least you can go out knowing that you were a great prolific fighter for this day and age of of UFC and MMA and what do you know we got a couple of haters couple of haters as for CM Punk's debut on UFC 203 I gotta say it was um Oh man. As much as I want to say to to all you CM Punk fans and even wrestling fans in in a whole I got to tell you sure you guys could sit there and say, "Oh, you know, it, it's 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 commendable he was able to accomplish a a, a dream he had." It, it was it was it was something that he had eating in his soul. He was looking for a, a, an outlet for him to pent his frustrations and commend him for doing that. Blah 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 blah. Because honestly, at the you know at the end of the day, if he wasn't fucking seeing punk, he wouldn't have gotten this opportunity. He would not. And I'm sorry. I'm a big, I was a big, and, and I say was, because I was a big CM Punk fan. I was, I, 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 I loved him in the Indies, I loved him in Ring of Honor, I loved when he was going through the ranks and, and just the, 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 the opportunities that were given to him and not given to him, and I, I was a, I, I've watched the CM Punk DVD numerous times probably one of my favorite of of all WWE DVDs. And I I understood where he was coming from where the the rage and the anger and the, you know the miss you know the opportunities that he felt that he were he wasn't given. And I get it. But then there's also a bitterness that comes from this dude which is way deeper than just the business. This is something that he's had personally for the longest time. Granted, we all have some type of fucking chip on our shoulder, whether whether it be a pebble or be it a, a fucking a, a rock of Gibraltar or something the size of one of the heads of Mount Rushmore. We all have some type of chip on our shoulder. But this this guy walked away kicking and screaming from an industry in which he loved fully. And I got to tell you, I've been watching the 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 evolution of punk. Watching the episodes on YouTube, and I really wanted to bash it because I wanted to say "fuck you, punk," because you know you left, you left us. But I can't because you know we all have our our reasons for doing things, and he had his. In this moment, I'm looking at him walk into this ring. I because I ended up watching it afterwards after the playback. I, I after it live, I saw it afterwards. I, I look at him walk into the ring. The music's playing. 
which by the way, you still play the music in which you used in wrestling, but you try to disassociate yourself from wrestling. Oh no, but I still love the song, whatever. Any case, you still use the name. Oh no, you know, that's my name. I own it, whatever. It still associates you to wrestling because you didn't go in the ring to disassociate yourself directly away from wrestling as Phil Brooks, which you could have done. But no, you know you couldn't because Dana wouldn't allow that because Dana wants to get all that fucking attention. Which, by the way, you got you got five hundred thousand for uh, getting your ass whipped, and your your opponent got thirty thousand for beating the shit out of you. Who got the short end of that stick? And don't tell me you're not sitting there uh, enjoying reaping the benefits because although you tapped out. You tapped out for 500000 Now tell me, because if you're a real G, if you're this real tough dude that you said you were or that you are or whatever the case may be, go to sleep, GTS. But in any case, oh, you're all, all these individuals sitting there talking about, oh, well, you know, he was able to fulfill his dream. Okay, granted, cool. But he could because he's CM Punk. He's not like the rest of us who had to, who would have to like pull, pull by our bootstraps and you know dig into the the dirts and the rocks and 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 be able to tough it out with the best of the best from the ground up, blah blah, whatever cliche terminologies you want to use because he's CM Punk. He's made the money to where he can waste his time and energy on pursuing things that he loves to do. I could correlate with an individual who's a celebrity who even let's just say a female, a female celebrity who is an actress and who just had a baby. And then two or three weeks later, back into uh, uh, actress form, they lost the baby weight and they're ready to do their sex scene and whatever upcoming movie because they can do that. They don't have an everyday job. You know, you, 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 and it's not hate. It's just that's what it is. You have the time to do that. You have the time just to waste and the money to waste on doing what you love and more power to you that you can do it. But at the end of the day, don't sit there and, and, and give this a look and by, by turning around and bashing the business that gave you the money to do this. The business gave you the money to do this. The multi-million dollar contract, the merchandise, the, 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 you know, you, you, you're in a video showing that you can't travel with everybody else. You have a bus that takes you to wherever you wanted to go. And you're mad because you were kicking and screaming because you didn't get your way. Fast forward to 2016. Everybody wonders what would have been CM Punk if he was, if he were in this environment of the new era the split brands but yet still backhanding still back talking still still being the petty bitter individual and by the way Dana White said he should not fight his next fight in UFC that goes to show you just over two two minutes and thirty seconds in done. You looked like an amateur. You looked bad. 
you weren't ready. There's guys who have been training for so long, five years and plus, and still wasn't get weren't given the opportunity. The fucked up part would have been if you got hurt. But everybody wants to sit there and say, well, you know, he he lived his dream. He earned, you know, he was able to achieve a goal. All right. But this don't sit there and be the hypocrite that you are when you're sitting there talking about fuck wrestling. Fuck out of here. Cult of personality, my ass. So now the Tim Tebow Circus will be brought to New York again. Yep. Tim Tebow, who is now pursuing his lifelong dream of being a baseball player, has now signed a minor league contract with the New York Mets. <laughs> that is perfect. Oh, ducky, quack, quack. If there's a team that is going to sign, I'm, I, I, I guess the Yankees did not want to get involved in the circus. So why not go to New York? And from what I hear, the Mets were the opportune team to do the signing because they were able to give him the flexibility to not only be able to work out, train in the minor league system, but they also give him the opportunity to still have his job with Good Morning America, uh, if need be, not to give up those commitments. So, um, gotta tell you, I'm I'm intrigued. I am. I'm really intrigued. I like to see how this turns out, and to be honest, I really want to see this turn out for the better not because not because i'm a mets fan but it's because i really want to see this kid excel in something in sports because he's a he's a good he's a good um he's a good personality for good morning america he does great you know he does he does some good stuff on um on 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 networks for for their shows i've seen him on on espn where he does interview segments and he he comes across very intelligible and 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 endearing especially on the subject matter but i really want to see him excel in something in sports he did he had a short spurt with you know the yankee i mean excuse me with the with the Denver broncos and with uh the jets but let's see how i i want to see how it turns out for baseball with him i want to see if he's able to hit that uh 430 foot bomb that he was hitting during uh batting practices and shit so let's um let's see how that works out thank you very much and have a nice day by the way speaking of you know i i guess this whole episode is gonna be about hypocrisy i guess i'm gonna have to tie it up in the in the in the title somehow some way but there was a san francisco 49er by the name of bruce miller who was charged with assault assault of a elderly individual I believe the individual was in his 70s yeah I said in his 70s this is a report out of deadspin.com former 49ers fullback Bruce Miller who was released by the team after he was arrested for allegedly beating a 70 year old man and his son in a San Francisco hotel was formally charged with seven felonies and a misdemeanor seven felonies wow what the fuck didn't you do 
The charges for the San Francisco District Attorney's Office are as follows. An account with uh, account of assault with a deadly weapon, not a firearm weapon. Felony one account of solar force likely in case. Felony. One count of inflicting injury on an elderly or independent or dependent adult likely to cause greatly or bodily harm. Felony. One count of battery of serious bodily injury. Fenery, uh, felony. Excuse me. Two counts of criminal threats. Felonies. One count of assault with a force likely to cause great bodily injury, felony, and one count of battery, misdemeanor. <laughs> the battery is the misdemeanor. Can you imagine that shit? And although a lot of those uh, counts are pretty much tied together, it seems as though that, yeah, it doesn't look good for this individual. And this is what I said. This is the hypocrisy that we have with our country when it comes to we have football players who are doing shit like this and this isn't making mainstream news but just because a person would not fucking stand for a song that's dedicated to our country which has fucking racial overtones in it can you believe this but there's a guy beating up on old people and his son and nobody's fucking paying attention to this shit you gotta be fucking kidding me And finally, we have uh, Adam Jones from the Baltimore Orioles who made a statement about the goings on in sports pertaining to the national anthem and Colin Kaepernick's because now it's become his cause. It's been it's now become the Colin Kaepernick cause, I guess. That's just everybody's putting it on there. Like, oh, because a Colin Kaepernick, black people or people of, of color cannot be outraged at what's going on with today's woes and societies. So now it's because of Colin Kaepernick. In any case, he's made a statement that baseball is not obliged by our minorities to do such a take, take such a stance because baseball, quote unquote, is a white man sport. This out of Beecher Report, uh, Adam Jones states, we already have two strikes against us already. So we might as well not kick yourselves out of the game, he said Monday. In football, you can't kick them out. We need those players, baseball. In baseball, they don't need us. Statistic, uh, excuse me, statistically, Jones' assessment holds up as of this past week. African-Americans comprise of 68% of the popular player population in the NFL and 74% in the NBA. That is just a number in comparison to baseball, in which there is only 8%. There are only 69 known African-Americans on opening day rosters and on disabled list for the MLB. Interesting numbers. It is funny because as of 2012, the number had risen to 10% from uh, from in 2008, where the number was at 8% for African-American players in the MLB. Try, 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 try to say that five times fast while drinking Coronas. Oh, my God. I have said in previous episodes in which baseball has become a sport that does not cater to minority players in a whole anymore. Let's think about this. Mind you, the 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 big argument is about the whole Colin Kaepernick, you know, protest 
whatever you know you want to you want to put it under. But remember, Jackie Robinson basically felt the same way because even in his day, well, especially in his day and age, the treatment of blacks was so disrespectful and minorities in a whole. Nowadays, it's still there. The only prevalent the prevalence now is that they're making money, but still we're still not being recognized as a society for being considered equals. And it's true. Now, I remember when I when I fell in love with baseball years ago, I remember the Mookie Wilsons, Daryl Strawberries, Dwight Goodens. Those were my Mets. Uh, you had, even from before, and you had the Willie Stargells. You had my Roberto Clemente, Puerto Rican lifeline. It's like the, the shining star of baseball. That's what you could have called him. Uh, you, you, you had even... Uh, even before you had the Negro League players like Josh Gibson and Satchel Paige, we had you know Barry Bonds in 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 in, uh, in, in the new eras coming up, coming up. We had Vince Coleman, Ricky Henderson, it, it, just uh, Dave Winfield, Bernie Williams. It, 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 we I could I could throw out so many names. Um, uh, sheesh. Uh, Tony Gwynn. Tony Gwynn was the, the old, you know, the hits man from, from the Padres. You had, uh, you had a, a, a new, a Vita Blue. God, they, they were, they were, and, I'm, and mind you, I'm calling out names that, you know, from the 70s. They were black, my, you know, black and minority players who dominated the sport. Now, granted, Latino players are heavy, heavy in baseball because we know that's the pipeline. By the way, if you if you guys never have not seen it, try. I need you guys to watch Ken Burns Baseball episode ten. They did nine episodes, uh, which is basically innings. You do nine innings, but the tenth inning was specially made for the steroid era. Uh, Sammy Sosa, you had. Jeez, um, man, you there was there was so many. Oh, all you can Boyd. Uh, I could go on and on. They, these and, and mind you, I'm saying I can rem- I could go on and rant off about black players, minority players, just off the top of the head. Uh, Kevin Mitchell. Uh, it's it's these were guys who were in the league, and now you 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 can't even you can't even spot a black player on the team. You don't know where to find them. It's 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 bizarre, but it's true. It, it it's so thin when it comes to black players in baseball. In the writings, it also said it's noted the decision to sit during the national anthem will put the MLB players under a more intense spotlight. So he'll be choosing to sit 162 times over the course of the season rather than once a week or 16 weeks per NFL player, which is true. And mind you. The MLB takes such prevalence when it comes to the national anthem. It's like you, it's, it's one of their staples of the game. Even when you watch a, 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 a baseball game, they still play the national anthem. If you're watching it on TV, they show people during the national anthem, like they're playing it live. Whereas in a football game or in a basketball game, they hardly ever show it. Now they're showing it because they want to see who's standing and who's sitting. 
That's when they do it. Oh, who's kneeling? Now, now they do it. Before, uh, it'd be the, uh, our playing of the national anthem. Oh, enjoy a cold Budweiser, and it, it, they just cut off. Now it's everybody's at the, the focal point is who's who's kneeling or who's standing or whatever. Now Jones didn't know uh, if he would ever protest the anthem, and Joe said he would never consider doing so, saying he respects it as a family member who has served in the military. Jones was also asked about the reception to his comments, telling reporters he's heard positive feedback from players is fine, and it is fine with a potential blast ass because he spoke the truth. In all honesty, it is it's true that the game hasn't been recognized by minority black players for a long time. Hell, Michael Jordan, whatever whatever you may say was the reason why he retired from basketball, be it because they pushed him out or because of the death of his father and he wanted to pursue a dream in which his father wanted him to do. His first love was baseball. And he wanted to play, but it's 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 such an odd thing. By the way, I forgot to shout out my boy uh, Frank Thomas. I love Frank Thomas. Ken Griffey Jr. is another one. It's like he's a Eric Davis. Jesus Christ! Of all these players, black players back in the days, who you could you could uh, pinpoint and and know right off the back. And these days, you just can't. You, 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 they're 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 they don't Granderson, Woo Jones. It's 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 odd. Now, uh, my boy Angel, shout out to Angel Torres, who, who's a listener of the show, is a fan as well. He made a comment about uh, what Jones' statement was, and he says he should be quiet. Honestly, I heard an interview with Curtis Grandison, and he summed it up why there aren't many black baseball players, and it's because it's easy to get into basketball and football to make money. Though financially, that is true. It is true that you can, but think about it like this. If you're a black baseball player and it's you're on a desert island, think about it when Tiger Woods got into golf. He was basically the one dominating golfer, and he was of, okay, you can say mixed descent, but he, he was known as black. Do you see the money that was thrown his way by advertisers and, and and just sponsorships just because they knew he was uh, he was good and he was able to bring in an audience because him being that token one black player the same could be said about black players in, in baseball sure they don't the contracts aren't as big as they used to be hell no one could be Alex Rodriguez with that being said if you break through and you're able to play the sport, then you're able to make money. Bo Jackson, Deion Sanders, these are guys who were able to do both both sports and be successful at it. If baseball wasn't going to pay me, at least football got, got me. They got my back. But even so, there's ways to make the money. There's ways to still be successful. And there's still ways to, to make an impact. And I think that with the and I always pertain it to the way how MLB has still been that uh, America's game still stuck in its ways. It's the old timers way of playing that they have yet to come to grips with how to transform the game. 
the NFL has made innovations in which the game is viewed as and played nowadays. Same with the NBA. They made innovations on how the game, but the MLB wants to be that constitutional ground based. Uh, this is how we made it from the early days of man and, and, and ground up sports development and we won't change. We don't know how to conform to what today's societies. The game is over 125 years old, but yet still can't make renovations on and, 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 and escalations on how fucking strike boxes and, 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 and how to judge a fucking infield fly as opposed to, like I said, it's just, Baseball needs to wake up, honestly. Damn, son, you just hit with the wow effect. All right, guys, we're going to go take a break. We're going to lead up to our NFL weekend review and preview, making our bets and such. Superstar Selly, Super Producer Selly will be coming in, drop by, give her picks, as well as I'll be giving the picks from MetFan Bats. And we're going to review what we went through this past week. So sit back, give us a minute. We're going to pay some um, fake dues. <laughs> and uh, I'll take you in a sec. Hey, everyone. It's your friend, good old Terry Funk, the Funkster. I'm here to bring to you something straight out of the Double Crows range. Nope, it isn't anti-horse kicking repellent. This here is something that I came across that works for not only women, but for men especially. That is the masculine pad. Masculine pad, you say? That's right. This is a pad to help excessive bleeding. I came across this one time when I was in my 37th death match in Japan. I had this big gash coming across the top of my head. And they couldn't stop it with 37 stitches, 47 staples, and crazy glue. But I came across this masculine pain and helped soak up all that bleeding. So just like the ladies who use their feminine pads that time of the month, man could use this to stop excessive bleeding from your nose, from nailing a nail in your hand, from cutting your fingers off with a bandsaw, from taking a two-by-four over the top of your dome, in the Tokyo Dome, fighting against Mick Foley. The masculine pad helps to stop all that blood drainage it helps to clot it at the same time. Take it from your friend, the Funkster himself, Ted Funk, and use the masculine pad to stop all that bleeding. Hope to hear from y'all again at the Double Crows Ranch. Bye! Terry Funk's masculine pad could be purchased at Terry Funk's Double Cross Ranch as well as on Amazon and on eBay. 
This message was brought to you by The Regular Season Sports Kids. This was this season comes around and it becomes like my rebirth of the show. You gotta understand. The the reason why I actually the regular season sportscast CRSS, which you can get at TRSSpodcast.com, the reason why we it, it actually came around and occurred was because I said recently I just had the key phone and we wanted to talk sports and just do it in a comical and funny way and such and be go jokey about it, but we also wanted to give love to 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 people who like to listen to us talk it at our jobs but we also had like an affinity and, and passion and love for football football is like the premier love for us and when we started doing this this it was this was the the the, the goal to start off with the premier sport of football so when this year opened up it just brought me back to the time of when I first started the show and, and how I would do the research and get into to, to getting show prepped and stuff like that. So now coming to the opening of the NFL season this year and me flying solo, I have so much freedom to do this. <coughs> Excuse me. You have no idea when you do a show and it's like almost a two hour show and you're talking, your voice gets, ugh. Can you imagine like you talk for two hours straight? Some of you motherfuckers. It's another story. Anyway, <laughs> so yeah, so this is like the opening of a new chapter of this show when football season comes around every time. And it's not like I don't have any passion for any other sport because, as you could tell, I have a dedication for everything else. But when it comes to NFL, it's like my eyes open up a little bit more because I know that. You know, I have listeners who, who, who engage a little bit more once football season starts. So this past week, we had the opening week of, uh, of the NFL season. And I, I got to be thankful because <laughs> I self taught on how to, um, let's just say find ways to use an Amazon Fire Stick or Amazon TV to watch football games. I'm just going to leave it like that. I'm not going to go too deep in it, but let's just say that I know a bit or two about uh, opening certain avenues. Damn, son, you just hit with a wow effect. So with that being said, this Sunday was like the opening of, oof, it, it was just, I had, I I I I was watching the Jets game because locally, you know, the regular season sportscast is based out of New York, so the Jets game was on Jets and Bengals game, and we also had the opportunity to look at other shows. So why not watch other movie? Um, excuse me, watch other games and such. So why not? So Sally and I, which I I'm. I'm teaching her the way of the football. I'm, I'm, I am become her, her sensei, her samurai master of the way of the football. 
So I'm teaching her the way to football, and she's getting involved. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, I, I got to tell you, for you guys who have the red zone package or uh, whatever fucking $100 fuck, you know, gimmicks that you get from your cable company, more power to you, but I'm good with what I got. Hell, I used to be happy by listening to football games on the radio or my, you know, or my Walkman or whatever. I used to, I used to just enjoy doing that. I, that, that was fine for me. I, I, I was cool with just bouncing back and forth with that. But this has been an eye opener, especially when I, 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 I'm watching in a game such as the, the Raiders and the Saints. And if you're not playing fantasy football, it's, I think it's cooler to watch these games because you don't have a vested interest in a game. But when you're a fantasy football player or uh, I wouldn't say player because you're not on the fucking field scoring. It's, uh, you're a uh, participant, so you say. Uh, it, 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 you get agita. That shit fucking it gives you knots in your stomach to do this shit. Kufa. Yes, it just, it just boils my balls. It's just ridiculous. I can't take it anymore, bitch. But I had a. I, I was watching the, the Raiders and the Saints game. I had a. I had vested interest in Derek Carr and Amari Cooper because you know, they're on my team. Mind you, I'm in two leagues. I'm in two fantasy football leagues. I have the TRSS league, which you guys can check out on fantasy. Uh, uh, excuse me, at Facebook. We have the regular season sportscast page. Check out the group page. We have already players involved, and for those guys who are playing, winner of that first and second place possibly third there's some prizes for you guys so don't worry you're not playing for free so i'm playing i have the trss league and then i also have my my job league which there's money involved is that considered gambling i'm not gonna consider gambling no so in any case so i have you you have vested interest gotta give it to jack del rio in that raiders saints game and he, there was there was it was a it was a shootout guys are going back and forth saints d Although the scoring was high, the Saints D was playing really tough. Derek Carr is becoming a more and more of a progressive and possibly elite player. I know they're not, I know it's probably a little bit early to say that him being in his third year, but the kid is actually has some, you know, he made a big run while I was watching it. He dove for a first down, went out of bounds, made a great play, and they punted the ball right after that like they, they got the first down with three plays and they had the punt but to have the balls to do that is quintessential of what winning is for a guy and once again shout out to jack del rio who went out and made a big play to go for the two-point conversion that was astounding like there's not a lot of uh of coaches who will take that risk although they might have been some reservations because he wasn't pretty secure with his defense knowing that drew Brees, who's been he, he was slinging as well he gave up in many fantasy football leagues it was like over 400 points just like well you know uh for, excuse me 400 yards and it was like uh i gotta say maybe on the average maybe between 50 to 75 points on fantasy football so yeah and he threw for 400 something yards amazing but even even so Shout out to the Raiders, and I think they're going to be one of those sleeper teams. I like them. I've, I've been quietly a Raiders fan for some time. 
uh, I, I'm just, I, I'm just hoping that they could get over a hump. And right now, with that division, they could actually break through and become the lead dog in that said division. Uh, I'm not gonna go through every game because every game is just, you know, to be just tedious because I'm not, you know, I'm not NFL Drive on the local podcast system. I'm just me. Uh, just, just key points. I want to, I just want to stick out. Uh, there were certain games that, uh, the Chiefs and Chargers game was amazing. Another one, uh, you know, the Chargers lose, uh, uh, Allen, wide receiver Allen for the year, which is sucks for them. But I think that's going to open the door for Benjamin. I know a lot of, a lot of guys were, were coming to me asking me because I have Benjamin on my team for fantasy, but I think that's going to open the door for him to be an elite wide receiver. He didn't look, too well, but I think this is going to be opening the door. And by, by the way, Rashad is a pick for you guys who have not yet picked him up yet. If you haven't seen him in fantasy football, Rashad from the Raiders is probably a guy that you might want to have on your bench because the kid can make moves. So I'm just throwing it out there. Other than that, we also have the wow. What was the shocker? Was the Buccaneers and Falcons game? Excuse me when I said this Corona. I would always want to make you feel like you're part of the conversation. The Buccaneers and the Falcons game. Winston looked amazing. We didn't look amazing. I don't know whether he looked amazing or the Falcons just looked bad. But in either case, it was it was shocking to see how the Buccaneers came out the gate running. Jets and Bengals game was one that the Jets should have made more of a push. Don't really leave it in Fitzpatrick's hands for the loss. There was a lot of miscues there that should have happened. Uh, Brendan Marshall, there was some, some plays there. And by the way, whew, AJ Green smoked the fuck out of uh, Revis Island. Uh, Darrell Revis was, yeah, a lot of you guys say, well, you know, he was waiting for his back. No, fuck that. He got smoked. Uh, the Dolphins Seahawks game was kind of weird to me because it was very low scoring. I thought it was probably be a little bit higher for them to uh, see Oaks pull it out by twelve ten was kind of a kind of disappointment disappointment for me. Uh, Packers versus Jaguars that game was closer than intended to be. I still think the Jaguars is the team that could be quietly a sleeper team in that conference. Be an eye uh, keep an eye out for that. Lions and Colts was another game in which. Uh, Matt Stafford showed up. Abdullah had a humongous game for them. There's still reservations on whether or not the Lions can be able to hold up steady for the rest of the season, especially in that division. There's, it's it's going to be basically a dogfight over there. Giants and Cowboys. Ooh, Terrence Williams. Mm, go out of bounds, buddy. Go out of bounds. Give your kicker a shot. But I'm glad it happened anyway because for my Giants, there's always some kind of hiccups and always some dumb shit happens for us but this time it went the other way thank god uh we also had the patriots and cardinals i told people guapolo is gonna be all right man until brady comes back he'll be all right you know it's cardinals is still the cardinals are still gonna be a a problem the cards still have a lot of weapons there but uh, like I said, Guapolo is going to be good. And then still waiting to see what Gronk is. Please don't have Gronk as the as the Madden curse again. I mean, well, they let that be a Madden curse. 
I picked him in my fantasy football league. I need him to make a comeback. I have no one on my, I have no one else. Steelers and Redskins, it started, the game started off very uh, slow paced. Uh, Redskins looked like they were trying to hold him down defensively until Big Ben, whew, that man, his eyes awoken come the second quarter and that was a wrap for them. And Jesus, man, that 49ers and Rams game, the biggest, the biggest thing that happened in that game was a drunk guy running on the field. What the fuck was going on over there? Yeesh. And by the way, NFL, do you guys a favor, please. You guys are so conscious about you know, concussions issues and stuff like that. Take a look at Cam. Like he got pretty banged up during that 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 game against the Broncos. I mean, really. Let's 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 keep a let's keep an eye out on, on that because you you don't need the headaches that come down from that. I'm over here talking about not to I'm not gonna run down every game, but I pretty much almost did that anyway. So yeah, man. But um other than that, the opening week of football was amazing. I thought it was a, a great, great start of the season. And I'm thinking that this year is going to be one of those that's not going to be as predictable as others. This is going to be a year in which uh, we are going to see some surprise, su- uh, surprises in players and teams as well. So be on the lookout for that. She loves daddy. He thinks she's funny. It's game time with Jay and Sally. All right, so after week one's fantastic, fantastic opening opening for the NFL, I got to tell you, it's one of those things that even the smallest and youngest of TRSS participants enjoyed the opening of the football weekend. Sally, did you enjoy the football weekend? Yeah. Were you excited about the picks that you made this week? Yeah. Do you know how you did this week? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so let me, let me give you a rundown of what occurred this week. So, as you guys know, each week, myself, Super Producer Sally, and MedFan Matt, we have a contest going on. And with that contest, we are competing for riches, glamour, and gold. But if we can't get that, it's basically to do something humiliating or get Selly some roller skates. That's pretty much it. So the, the goal is for Selly to get roller skates. And she doesn't want inline skates either. She wants official, official uh, old school four-wheelers, right? That's, Maybe. You, want the, you want the roll bounce type ones? Hmm. Hmm. Remember when we went roller skating? Yep. Were you impressed that your father knows how to roller skate? Yes. You see, you see, you didn't think. What about ice skating? Okay, that's a different story. You don't have to. I did it. This is my show. I, I, I did it. This is my. I did it. Okay. This is my show. You don't need to. I nailed it. Okay, I nailed it. Whatever. In any case, so this is what happened. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. You know, you haven't been winning in rock paper scissors lately. Hmm. Look, I won like three times, okay? Well, we're going to find out if you're going to win in this season's football competition. With rock, paper, scissors. Okay. So we got we got uh, uh, last week's totals, which, which are actually pretty good. So, so starting off, Celeste's first week of picking picks, I guess that's what we're going to say. She went eight and eight. Out of 16 games, she picked eight winners, which is 
pretty good. Which is, you know, she went five hundred. Big money games in what she picked that we didn't pick that Matt and I did not select was she took the uh, Lions over the Colts, which was a close one, and she took the Patriots over the Cardinals, and that's with without Tom Brady. They had Guapolo, which was still a, which was still a good game for them, and yeah. You, you you feel good about going eight and eight? Yeah. Yeah. Are you still mad at me because I don't want to give you the Hulk girl and the um the the legion, the legion of collectibles? That's not nice. No, that's the, not nice. That's my that, that's my collectible. Look, look, series. look. We could share, but you got all of these stuff, so I don't have any. But that's what I do. You take the pop vinyls out the box. I want to keep them in the box. Because I'm fabulous. That is true. You are very fabulous. That's why I take it off. That's why you take it out the box. Okay, so fine. So you went eight and eight. Met Fan Matt. He went. He went ten and six, and it would have been close, but he chose the Jets over the Bengals, and ha ha, that's the one that I got, and pretty much that solidifies me for the winner of Week One, which is I went eleven and five. I know, please, everybody, hold your applause, hold it down. That's no, we don't, we don't need, we don't need everybody clapping at one time. It's that's okay. That's not nice. No, it's a, all right. You know what? I'm not gonna gloat. I did win this week. That's all right because now we have week two coming up. Yeah, so with week two coming up, uh, you, you you made some interesting picks this week as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, have you been learning? Have you been picking up what football like like uh, like? Yeah. Okay. How many points is a touchdown? Six. Very good. How many points is a field goal? No, no. What's half of six? Three. There you go. You see, I you, did math. There you did. You did math. You did. You you you're on point. Yeah, you're, you're you're almost there. So let me let me let me cue up the music because this is the exciting part of when we make our picks. So everybody, stand on your feet because it's going to get lit. Thursday, December 15th, we have the Jets going up against the Buffalo Bills. You took the Jets. That's right, you took the Jets. And coming back from a crushing loss, the Jets seem to be prime and prim, ready to go against Buffalo. And you took the Jets. And so did I, and Matt as well. Matt is, Matt, Matt is going to take them because he's a, he's a Jet fan. So I think he's going to take the Jets every game in this year. I think I might do the same with the Giants, but that's all. Hold on, let me load this up. There we go. Are we all right? Yep. Uh, are we going? Okay. Let's Okay, no, I'm sorry. People, people listening just got mad. All right. So, on Sunday, we have the 1 o'clock game, the Saints and the Giants. And you took? I took the Giants. I took the Giants, too, but Matt seems to differ. Matt took the Saints. Wow. Saints had a crushing loss against the Raiders in which they lost by a two-point conversion, but it was a great game nonetheless. The other one o'clock, we have the Titans versus the Lions. You took? I took the Titans. I took the Lions as well as Matt, but this seems to be a bounce-back game for the Titans. The Lions had a tough game against the Colts last week in which they pulled out the win. But uh, 
We're going to see because they're playing at Detroit, and you never know what kind of lines you get. You get the other 1 o'clock. You have the Cowboys versus the Redskins. You took the Cowboys. I took the Cowgirls as well, and so it's did Matt. It's Cowboys. Oh, right. We took Excuse the Cowgirls. Me? We took the Cowgirls and... Excuse me. Sorry. Uh, the Redskins had a crushing loss against the Steelers this past week, and the Cowboys had a a sad, sad loss against the Giants. Terrence Williams, go out of bounds. Leave it to your kicker. The other one o'clock, you have the Chiefs versus the Texans. You took? The Texans. And Maddie and I took the Chiefs. Texans is actually primed and primed for this week. I believe they're going to be able to be fully healthy on the defensive side of the ball, so the Texans might be a good pick for you. But after a big win the Chiefs had this previous week, I'm going to hold with them. Another one o'clock, we have the Patriots versus the Dolphins. You took? I chose the Patriots. It seems like a lot of people are going to be holding strong with the Patriots. Guapolo looks like he's holding his own. Looks like Brady is enjoying his suspension. And the defense has been holding well for them. The Dolphins, well, the Dolphins are the Dolphins. Next one o'clock, we have the Ravens versus the Browns. And you took? I chose the Ravens. I took the Ravens as well, and so did Matt. Browns are dealing with a loss with RG3 going out. Apparently, the guy has made a paper mache. Uh, it looks like he'll be gone for a couple of weeks. Hold on, we're coming. Wait, hold on. What happened here? Something happened. For real? Yeah, something happened. What? This happened! Yeah! Bring back the So... The three of us, we agree. The Ravens look like they'll be taking this win at Cleveland. Next four o'clock, you have the 49ers and the Panthers. You took? I chose the Panthers. I took the Panthers as well, and Matt did. Uh, the 49ers had a big win, but it was against a Rams team that looks like they were drunk and not ready to party. Although there was a drunk guy who ran across the field who had more yardage than they did. Uh... I still think the 49ers are going to be a weak team, but they just had a punching power with the Rams. And the Panthers looks to uh, succumb from a sad loss they had this opening Thursday week. Next up, we have the Bengals versus the Steelers, and you took? I chose the Bengals. And... Matt and I took the Steelers, which is not a bad pick for you. They had a big they had a big game against the Jets. AC Green looks in top form. He was able to burn Darrell Revis like if he was a roasted marshmallow. Steelers are looking well. Roethlisberger looked a little shaky early on, but with a uh, with a receiving core that he has, it will be probably tough for them not to win. Four five game. You had the Cardinals versus versus the Buccaneers, and you took. I chose the Buccaneers. Did you? Nope. It was the. I can't say it. The card. The cards. The, the Cardinals. Card, the Redbirds. Yes. Yes. So you took the Redbirds, and so did we. Although Jameis Winston had a big game last week, uh, I don't think they're gonna, he's going to be able to have the same substantial game against the Cardinals. The Cardinals are coming back from a tough loss against the Patriots, and I think they'll be back in form. Larry Fitzgerald, although they did lose, he had a big game, so I think this will be a bounce back week for them. 405 game, you had the Seahawks versus the Rams, and you took. I chose the Seahawks. Not the Seagulls, you took the Seahawks. That's right. 
I'm sorry, but I like that you call them the seagulls, though. Wait, hold on a second. Oh my God! It's okay, so I took the Seahawks as well over the Rams. The Rams look like they're going to be everybody's punching buddy if they continue on the way that they played in the Monday night game. The 425 game, we have the Raiders versus the Falcons, and you chose the Raiders. I took the Raiders as well, and so did Matt. Let me tell you, the Raiders are really good. Derek Carr, Armani Cooper, uh, they have the running back tandem of Murray and Rashad. I think they're actually going to be a sleeper team in the West. Falcons got a lot of work to do over there. We have the Jaguars over the Chargers, and you took... I chose the Jaguars. I took the Chargers as well, and Mr. Matt himself took... The Chargers. I took the Jaguars. I think they're still an elite team. They had a they had a big game against Green Bay in which they lost, but it wasn't a bad loss for them. Uh, the Chargers were upset by a big big win by the Chiefs, but I still hold true. They lost uh, Keenan uh, Keenan Allen this past week, and I think that's going to be a tough loss for them. But I think this will be a time where Benjamin steps up and, and becomes the big wide receiver over there. We have the Colts versus the Broncos, and you took. I Did you choose the Broncos? Yes, you did. Yeah. You chose the Broncos, which is actually not a bad pick. Maddie took the Broncos as well. The Broncos were able to defeat the Panthers with a strong defense. The defense was on their side. Ron Miller showed up just as he did in the Super Bowl and basically helped to punish the Panthers. And I think that's what they're angling to do with Andrew Luck this week. But for some reason, I got to go with Luck. He has some big passing yards this past week, and I think he's going to hold on to get the win. At the 8.30 for Sunday, we have the Packers versus the Vikings and Selly Pick. I Well, you did change it. Yeah. I chose... I, I chose the Vikings, but I changed it to the Packers. I think that might have been a smart move. Although the Vikings are coming back from a big win this past week, I don't think they're going to be able to hold strong. Although they are playing in Minnesota, I think the Packers are... Just starting up in prime to start to take ready that and take over that division. We took the Packers straight through. And finally, on the Monday night game, we have the Eagles versus the Bears. You took the Eagles. And I took the Bears. And Maddie took the Eagles as well. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I thought this was a tough game for me to call, but I like the way Jay Cutler was playing this past week for the Bears. The Eagles and the Bears is going to be a topsy-turvy game, but we'll see what happens this Monday night. And that is our picks for this week. Bye. No, we're not leaving yet. Hold on. Oh, sorry. I got some stuff I want to I want to ask you. But wait, I want to play the music again. Play it. What happened? Oh, Here we go. Okay, enough for that. All right. So guess what? I think I told you already. What? The passes came in for Comic-Con. Yeah! Are you excited? Let's let's get some glorious. Uh, I'm going to play some glorious music? Yes. Are you excited that you're going to go to Comic-Con? This will be your second time, right? Yes. Do you remember the first time you went? Yes. I took a picture, I think, with Princess Peach. Was it? Yeah, I think, yeah, with Princess Peach. Uh, I remember you were scared of a... Um, 
of a certain guy who was running around dressed like a demonic clown or something. I don't, I don't, I don't like those people. Yeah, They're not- evil. Okay, enough of that. So, what do you have planned for Comic Con? What do you want to do? Uh, I want. This is gonna be my first time dressing up. Right. As one. Okay. So, what do you want to do? You want to do like the? What is it? It was like. What's it called again? Uncle Josie's boy. No, the uh, the the kind of style she wants. The Roy Lichtenstein, yes. She wants that comic book look on her face, which is going to be cool. Didn't you tell, are, are you telling me that that's a career you want to get into? Yes. She wants to get into cosplay, right? Hmm. So what's, a, what, what's, what's one character that you want to dress up like, like, like one big, one of your big cosplays you want to get into? Like I wanted to get into like, maybe like fighters that was like in like they travel mm-hmm. and then they fight like bad guys like that kind of thing yes so you want to dress up like street fighter characters and stuff like that no 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 superheroes no super villains maybe maybe <laughs> alright so yeah we gotta go do your homework now no yeah we gotta go so everybody look out for this week Week two of the NFL it is an exciting week. Do you think you're gonna win? Yeah. Do you think you're gonna win? Yeah. You might have a bounce back week. You might. I mean, you went eight and eight, so that's not bad, especially for your tr- first time run. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, let's get ready to do your uh, homework. And that was. She loves daddy. He thinks she's funny. It's game time with Jay and Sally. Say goodbye to everybody. Bye. This message is brought to you by WWE Hall of Famer Ron Simmons. You're listening to TRSS Sportscast. And if you're not, I got one word for you. Damn! Extra, extra, read all about it. Take a gander at Turbuckle Tabloid. I got an argument that I could probably put out there to the wrestling community in the wrestling world. I want to see if uh, I probably put it out there on the regular season sportscast Facebook page. I want to see if uh, I'm see if people would participate in this. Can AJ Styles be considered the best wrestler? Of our modern era. Let's think about it. This man has won. Every major title. From every major promotion that's out there. No he had the R.A. title. They don't need. No no. no, Sorry. Sorry you guys. Josie's boy's in the building. 
And, and which is better because let me tell you, at this point right now, my voice is like going to shit. I usually do the show in segments and this is like the first night in a long time that I'm actually doing a straight shot and my voice is about to get fucking shot. But George is born in the building, so he's helping me go along with this. And, and, uh, the pure title doesn't exist anymore. But as for the heavyweight title, yeah, he's, he's held every major title in major promotions. So can he be considered? And when I think of modern, I think the past 30 years. You know, and, and you could put, you could put Flair in there. Uh, you could put Hogan in there because it's past 30 years. You could put that. But it's AJ Styles, the phenomenal one, the greatest of our modern era. And, and I, I want to see what you guys think about that. In case you guys don't know, AJ Styles has, oh, spoiler alert, has won the WWE Championship on uh, this past backlash against Dean Ambrose, which I saw it coming. They had a, they had a very good match. By the way, Backlash was actually a really good pay per view. There was there were there were some questions on whether or not they were they were going to be able to put together a a solid pay per view, being as though that there are a two hour show and their roster is not as bulky as Raw. But what they had, they made magic happen. I'll just go through a quick rundown of it. They opened up the show with the six woman gauntlet match for their women's championship which by the way becky lynch winning the belt is a good nod to what has been occurring with her she's been the fall girl for numerous angles she's been the brunt of everybody's over and for her to get it now it basically solidifies what the four horsewomen are now that uh bailey's on roll and seems as though we'll get to that in a minute, but it seems as though she's going to be contending for that belt soon enough. It's a good wave of what's going on, but the only thing that that troubles me is is that there are women in that division, Natalia, Naomi, who have been bumping and grinding for the longest time, and it does not look like they're going to get their shot to get that that belt. I don't want it to be a hot potato for the belt it it should be something in which it should be a legitimate style belt don't make it the divas belt make it something that it's going to be held forth to make it solid but becky uh getting the crown is is one 100 the solid move to go with right now and then when we had on smackdown live they had their uh their their five women challenge for it, and now the number one contender for it is Alexa Bliss, which I'll get to in a minute. She's little. She's so tiny. I like her. So with that, uh, we had a uh, we're continuing with Backlash. I found it odd. You had the Usos who took out American Alpha to go against Hype Bros, but the Usos lost. Dark Usos, Black Usos, the 
what uh, the the busos, what <laughs> however you want to call them. It's like, which I get. I like it. I like that they're they're not. Uh, it's that uh, make that make them the anti, the the anti fan favorites. And I was upset because on SmackDown Live they they changed their color scheme. No, stay with the black, son. Keep the Raider, make, make Raider colors, make it look like some pirate shit. Do something, man. Y'all got pleather on, you working it. Keep it that way, man. But in any case, you, you put them, you reward them for injuring American Alpha. What kind of shit is that? I, that I don't get. And then they beat American, uh, excuse me, they beat the Hype Bros, which, Thank God. I and not to take anything away from high bros. I, I'm it's slowly but surely I'm I'm getting it. But it's just I I can't get Mojo Rawling. I don't I am just Mojo Rawling is not ugh, whatever. They face uh Heath Slater and Rhino for the championship in which Rhino and Slater go over. Which is funny. We predicted it. We did say that. We did say they were gonna take it. But I I thought that it was kind of goofy to do that because I, I we all know that um, at the end of the day, you want to make your first champions somewhat uh, like legitimate and solidify them as something that's that's, that's a staple for your, your your product. And Heath Slater and Rhino, although it's it was a fan favorite and it was sole purpose so that they could sign him to the product to SmackDown. It's like you really didn't have to do all that. I thought there was another way that you could have run with that. Another aspect of the uh, of the pay per view, we had the Miz versus Dolph Ziggler, which was a fairly fairly good match. I love the fucking tongue in cheek that you guys did to the CM Punk UFC fight. Hilarious! You guys aren't shit. <laughs> Seriously, you guys aren't shit. And I love it because you know what? It's good. As I said earlier in the show, you know, as much as I love CM Punk previously, I was a big fan. Hell, I marked out for him. I have a bunch of his fucking shirts. I think I have six. I think I have six CM Punk shirts around here. But I'm a guy who fell by the waistline by 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 his antics and his 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 whole feeling about a about a, a, a an industry that gave him the money to do what he was able to do but you still want to bash okay whatever but to open up the match and do what you guys did was hilarious i thought what's going on now with the miz with the the ic rain is so heelish that it's it's such a throwback to the the mid to late 80s run of ic champions it reminds me of macho man it reminds me of honky tonk man when he had it which is a great, it's a really good thing. I, 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 it's, it's not a negative. I like what's going on. And I love the fact that with his wife, with Maurice being the valet, it helps to progress in which I, I, I continue to, to pine for it. So far, you have been listening to what the, the community has been asking for. We, we separate the brands. Cool. We've gotten the brand, uh, the belts that help to solidify our wrestlers. Cool. Let's bring our managers back. Let's get us some more managers. Let's get some valets. 
They help to progress storylines and angles. Let's do that. And with this, Maurice, with her antics, help to continue the Ziggler match. Now, a lot, a lot of you guys are sitting there saying, well, why, oh, oh, why do we need to continue to see Ziggler and Miz? Well, with me, I'm hoping that this brings Ziggler to a darker place and brings him, brings him back to heel Ziggler. I'm looking for that. I'm looking to see heel Ziggler again. So I'm hoping that brings him that way. But that will, because we saw a glimmer of it in that match. But I'll continue on after one when I discuss on SmackDown Live. Then we had the, like I said, we had the tag team match with, for the championship, for the SmackDown championship, for the Usos. And let me tell you, Usos work so much better as heels than they do as faces because it's it's more it, it seems to be more of a thing to where their move set is a better it's a better culmination of 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 of, of finding a drive in finding ways to win rather than just going to that spot monkey finish you know they had they have that uh the way they took out American Alpha then they have a nice little uh, uh submission move that goes after and now it's not about the whole Samoans uh superfly smash splash or whatever it's more about being more tactical and finding wins which i like very much it works for them i'm hoping that this Heath Slater Rhino thing doesn't last too long i'm i'm, I'm hoping that we find out that all right you know we're done it'll it, it, it'll be it'll be done soon so let's see how that how that works out on SmackDown. Other than that, the Randy Orton Bray Wyatt match. Apparently, there was some issues in which Randy wasn't cleared, and they worked the angle in which Bray was able to you know, get the jump on him and beat him backstage. He got the ten count. Kane came out as a replacement and a no. Uh, no holds bar match was actually a really good. This is what I say about Kane. A lot of you guys give him shit, but the guy has been so fucking consistent. And the thing is, is that there's 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 that whole that whole angle and and and, and talk about. Well, you know, there's that safe style in which Brand, uh, Daniel Bryan was talking to about Miz and how he stayed. Kane is the best example of. That fucking style. Kane has been in the industry for what over twenty years. He's been in WWE for about that long, about twenty years, and the man has not missed time for injury. He's never been noted. He's never been publicized or nothing. If he's had vacation time to, you know, you know heal up for for his that's fine but it's never been he's been out due to concussions broken lip none of that he's work and you'll say he's a big man fucking kali's been out for fucking injuries show has been out for fucking injuries kane has always been consistent and the match that he had land uh, lined up with bray Wyatt, and he and had big spots it worked and it worked randy came out of course spoiler alert Randy came out his patented RKO, which, by the way, 
Is it me or does Randy has the most generic fucking merch ever? I, yeah. I, I, I helped to design the merch for RageWorks.net, TRSS and such. You could get it at, you know, RageWorks.net forward slash shop. You get it at tpublic.com. Check it out. TRSS stuff. You know, I helped design. And I try my best not to look so generic. But yet, come to find out, that shit is fucking selling. It's weird. I see how many people we saw in the crowd with that generic ass RKO shirt. The cheaper the make, the more sales you get. God awful. Right now, I'm wearing a jersey that I, that I created for my softball league. And I went, I remember the hours I took painstakingly to put this shit together with lettering and then with the, the logos on the arms and stuff like that. It would never be over. You guys, lo- I guess that's, I guess that's a fan now. Okay, whatever. So with that, now I, I guess the generic finish now is the RKO. Because now it's, just waiting for it. before it was cool when it was like to hit it out of nowhere it was fucking cool now it's like oh is that what we're doing now now with that any moment it's just like he's not even gonna fucking fight a match he's just gonna hit an RKO whenever he wants to fuck this let's not even put him in a match anymore but I, I I'm starting to feel as though it's because of his is he's nursing some injuries that they don't really want to talk about finally I would I would go into the uh, the the main event with Dean Ambrose versus AJ Styles. The storytelling for that match was pretty spot on, especially now knowing that uh, it's gonna lead to something else. You know, with Cena, but of course with heel AJ and um, ball sacks and the genital region has now become the reason of getting over with individuals. No problem. Whatever works. We have our new champion, a WWE champion with AJ Styles, which the internet community, I believe, came at the same time. They all fucking bust nuts all over, hopefully themselves and not on each other. And I'm a fan, and I love AJ. I think it solidifies him to be. Now, my question would be to go on it. Is it safe bet to say that it was better for him to win the championship as a heel? Or should he have been the succumb the odds face to win it? Hmm. So, yeah, that, that's something to throw out there. Fast forward to Raw. Raw, we have whew, got a lot on the table going on with this uh, Universal Championship run. I just hope it doesn't get too convoluted because now there was too much tying in. Seth is supposed to be now a face, which I would fucking really not be a fan of. But okay, whatever. This is what they're going with, but he's still playing off the heel mode. And uh, now we want to throw Roman in the mix for the championship. I'm just happy with the fact of how Kevin Owens is playing all of this shit off. I, it's just one of those things that when you have a heel champion, once again, it just reminds me of the throwback era of you know the 80s. When, when you have the heel champ, but he's also a champ. He's also that heel champ that doesn't mind getting into the fight. Like that. That I love that. I love having that. But now here's the question, which I'll throw out there again: Where do we go from here? Because now there's a there's a couple of individuals that we can see coming up in the match. And by the way, the best heel right now, besides Owens on Raw, 
is Rusev. I know that's a shocker, right? I, I didn't think I, I didn't think I would admit to that shit either. But yeah, Rusev is coming over as a humongous fucking heel, and it's uh, and it's poignant to continue to push that. You don't even need that whole my country or my fucking my 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 president or whatever is better than yours bullshit. I am I am Rusev Mustafa Moscow whatever. You don't need it. His heat is just him being who he is. It's a it's a it's a great look for Raw to have him as their dominant heel. Other news there, uh Charlotte versus the world is <laughs> basically has become now because I'm waiting to see how the ties up. But I'm I'm I don't understand when you have you have a roster of women there in which you could play off of. Dana Brooke, you didn't really have to put in that triple threat match. You could have just put anybody else there. In which finally is going to play off Shocker Alert, uh, 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 Breaking News, whatever you want to think about it as. Uh, both both Sasha and Bailey's shoulders were down. Yeah, so I don't know how they gave the win to Sasha, but hopefully it plays out later on where you'll see that... Uh, before each one uh, before Sasha faces Charlotte is going to be a one-on-one between uh, Bailey and Sasha. Let's see how that goes. But I, 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 I see once again, that Charlotte is going to get a long run. I don't see anybody. I don't, I don't see her getting, giving up that title just as yet. I think it's going to be one of those things, but they are really going to piggyback on how Rick does his thing. Daddy, daddy dearest. So we'll we'll keep an eye out on that. Tag team division. Sorry to tell you guys, but I think I'm starting to tap out with New Day, man. I think I'm starting. I I I'm think it's 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 about to run its course for me. I'm hoping that Anderson and uh and Gallows take the title off of them and uh Clash of Champions. But uh yeah, it's 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 getting there. It's really it's it's getting there. I understand why the gimmick works, but you could only run it for X amount of time. And believe me, Enzo and Big Cass are going to be on their way soon. The only thing about them is that their creative their creativity is better than what New Day does. And mind you, there's three of them. And it's only Enzo and Cass. And basically, it's only one because Enzo is the one that does most of the shit anyway. So, And the fans still are, are riding the hype train of that. Jack Swagger comes, loses to Jinder Mahal, shows up on SmackDown. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's what we do there. And the Cesaro and Sheamus series. Am I the only one that wants this shit over with? Yeah, thanks. And that shit needs to be done for already. I'm hoping that Cesaro wins and just says, all right, thanks. I'm going to fucking SmackDown now. Yeah, it's I'm 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 done with it. Finally, we have the build up for the Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns wins. He goes to uh, he goes to to uh, night uh, uh, class of champions for the. Uh, triple threat for the for the universal championship blah 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 yada 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 
Seth interferes, make restarts the match, yada, 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 boom. Rusev runs, like I said, great heel mode for him, and Owens wins. It'll be a one-on-one Seth, Rollins, uh, Seth Rollins versus uh, Owens. Fine by me. Keep 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 reins on that mid-tier, mid-card level for that U.S. belt. That's cool. Leave him there. Oh, and by the way, we get Chris Jericho versus Sami Zayn on the same card, which I think is actually going to be a really good match. I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I just want to see how it plays out for a little bit more. SmackDown Live. Whew. I got to say, after, after Backlash, you would think that where would they go from here? Of course, we bring back Cena. Cena comes in. And he's going to go for that title. All right. Listen, you guys in the, in the internet community, who the fuck didn't see that coming? Here's a projected future for you guys. Cena wins the 16th, the 16 time t- uh, championship. He's the, he's, he, he's going to tie Rick. He'll drop it sometime along the way. And at Mania, will win it for the 17th time and break. That's it. And as much as you guys will hate it, I I perfectly fine with it. Rick the Rick Flair has even said it before. He said it on on multiple podcasts. If there's somebody who should win it, it should be him. But I like the intro in which it occurred to it. I'm hoping that they take Dean and they start turning him a little bit more darker, more heelish. Uh, he's another one that needs to fucking change his fucking gear. I don't know how long he can fight in them tight ass jeans with those um Wrangler specials. I, I I just think that a darker a darker dean is a better dean. And it it it, it it's more fodder for future development of the gimmick and 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 the chase for the belt. As for the future of the tag titles on on the um on SmackDown Live, you got a plethora of teams that's going to go out there and challenge until American Alpha comes back. Which is fine. We're gonna see them win it one way or another. That's what uh, that's what um, the fans want, and I think it's gonna be one of those things too. American Alpha wins, and there'll be a rivalry with the Usos later on on the line, which actually could build to something bigger. I get it. Like I said, Becky Lynch, she's a champ. They had their they had their um, their number one contenders match. Surprisingly, Alexa uh, Alexa Bliss wins. She's the shortest dog in the fight. I thought they would give it to Carmella, but seeing as though that Carmella and Nikki are now in their rivalry, they're expanding on that there. That works. Um, Other than that, it's a good showing for SmackDown. It's a really good good showing for SmackDown. Big thing going on right now. Miz is playing the whole. I run my own my 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 own destiny card now. This is what I'm going to be doing. Hey, put some legitimacy uh, legitimacy in that IC title. What you've been doing and keep it going. I have no problem with that. That 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 is, you've been holding strong with that belt. In other turnbuckle tabloid news, Alberto Del Rio released. They come to a mutual agreement. It seems as though that whatever medication in which he has been taking has not been something that's acknowledged with their wellness policy. 
uh, he's made a uh, statement in which he says that uh, due to his age and such as medications that he's been taking that needs to be that has been prescribed by his doctor that unfortunately is against the wellness policy. I'm calling bullshit on that. Hey, I'm calling bullshit on that. And there's a lot, there's a lot, lot more going on within that story that is not being said. But with him being gone, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a uh, no harm, no foul. It's unfortunate because I actually liked the, the, I liked, I liked him as a wrestler. I think he's a really good wrestler. His gimmick just falls so fucking flat in WWE. And um, Angel Torres made a comment on a Facebook page in which he says that it's basically a small fish in a big pond. Where if he's in Lucha Underground or, or 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 an ROH, he seems to work a little bit better there. I I agree with that wholly, but once again, it's just he just it's like flashy wallpaper to me. It's just it's like okay, then what? Which leads to the 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 tale of, I guess we can say it's a significant other page. Oh, and by the way, what Nia Jax did on Raw to Alicia Fox should be a crime. <laughs> was um, when have you ever? When can you ever say that you've seen a woman break through the barricade? <laughs> that was, like I said, Bravo for Raw for for, for putting that for putting that together. That was that was must see TV right there. If you have you guys haven't seen, check it out on YouTube. It's crazy. Any case, the story with Paige is like I I always I, I always got to take in consideration. She's young. She broke into the industry very young. She comes from a background in which her family is is well known and prestigious in 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 Britain and in England. So she has. Just these these understandings of the, the 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 game and the business that not a lot of people know. For her age, she's very well versed in it, and the girl's talented. The girl has you know she she knows her stuff. NXT, she was tearing it up. You know, she she had she had a prominent start on the main roster, but you know people people she did from what has been. But even you see, she she tends to rub people the wrong way. Unfortunately, it looks like she's going to be out the door. A lot of rumors speculating for what reason for whatever the case may be. It's a it's a sad thing because she's a she's a talented woman. She's talented, and then the way that the promotions are now, she can actually excel in in, in this this way of of the era that this is this this could help her come along but if the rumors are true with what's going on with her and her relationship with del rio and such it's it's it doesn't hurt her because she could always go back home and make money her family has money she'd be okay but you know it's it's it's, I see the future that comes through with this is like you hear from from her about three, four years later, and you know her and Del Rio are broken up, and she can sit there and say, you know, I made my mistakes, and this all will be happening before she's 
26 years old. So she has she has a lot of avenues to make these mistakes now. But it's unfortunate because she actually could could be making making a good run, a good stretch for for this division either either on Raw or SmackDown. So who knows? Let's see how let's see how it works out for her on the on the the back end. Pun intended. I said, give you guys the back. By the way, if you guys are not watching this, uh, the Cruiserweight Classic, it's one for the ages. By the time this recording comes out, the the final four and the finals will be done for. I'm gonna say that uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be one that you guys should not miss. It's 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 legitimately probably the best form of wrestling that we've been seeing for the past year. And, and and I'm glad and I'm happy to say that for this format, I'm hoping that it stretches out into Raw, which is going to be taking over uh, the Cruiserweights. And I'm hoping that we get to see these matches if 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 equal, but not even, if so, even better because they, they have been and shout out to TJ Perkins who did a drop for TRSS. Shout out to him. He's in the finals. Shout out to just all those individuals who are partaking in it. It's been, it's been a great, great series. And if you have not watched it, make sure you go to the network and catch up on it. Ryback has decided to go the ultimate warrior route and basically license and, and solidify his name as Ryback. That's his name now. He is Ryback so that he can use it on the indies. Okay. I I I I I wouldn't take anything away from him because I would figure that that's exactly what he would have done. This sounds like a Ryback move. So now officially his name is Ryback. Do we address him as do when we meet him, do we say Ryback? Do we hey Ryback? Uh whatever. And finally, TNA. I got to tell you, TNA is slowly but surely trying to get back into the fold as being a prominent wrestling promotion. This, this, uh, these moves that's been happening with uh, Dixie Carter slowly coming out of the fold and uh, Billy Corgan possibly taking over the helm. Uh, the, 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 the broken Matt Hardy, the the decay, the whole delete versus decay angle was. By the way, the last one was. But Tony, have you seen that? Joe, you saw that shit? Oh, geez, I got you. Got to see that one. It's not. It's not as good as the other one, but it's god awful. It's, it's fuck. Yeah, exactly. But this one's even. It's like not good as in pleasurable. Let's just say that. There could have been a lot more you could have done, especially when you have the the the, the decay as the 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 villains in your protagonist world of the deleted and broken Matt Hardy and deleted Jeff Hardy angle. Yeah, it, you know, of course, it was fireworks. Of course, of course, a lot more. It was a lot more. They had, I believe they had guns of fireworks. <laughs> yeah. A pool. There was a pool. There was actually a zoo involved as well. 
Yeah, that's yeah. Well, I'll show you on this. It's ridiculous. But uh, now they've 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 created this grand champion belt in which now the stipulation for this belt is they the matches are set up via MMA style, three rounds. Uh, three minutes each round with a point scoring system by judges. I don't know who the fuck is the judges. Nobody knows. And Mark Echo. <laughs> it's gonna be more Todd McFarlane. <laughs> if you have Billy Corgan as your president, you might as well go that route. It's like Mark Echo, Todd McFarlane, and Screech. <laughs> your judges of the match, right? Oh no, was a professor, uh, Principal Belding. So. But you have this going on, and to be honest with you, I really want to hate this thing. I really want to hate the format of this. This is so... First of all, the belt is fucking ugly as shit. I think it's... TNA has gone from having one of possibly the coolest belts to now to have the most god-awful belts. And that sucks, man. Shout out to House of Glory, who's about to unveil their, their woman's belt, which is actually pretty cool looking. But... They, they, TNA might have to go to them to get their belts done because that th- those belts are fucking terrible. But in any case, I want to hate the format for the Grand Championship. But I think it's going to go over. I really, really do. I really think the way that they, they're formatting that, it's going to go over. Even the first rounds that I at, that I was watching with... Um, uh, um, Drew Galloway, Drew Galloway. Hey, they, people were getting into it. They they were really digging the format. So most likely, I once once I see how it, it'll continue on, I, I'll give you. I keep you guys posted on whether or not I'm going to be a fan of this thing. So far, I'm like, no, it's this shit should suck, but it's going to go over. All right, guys. So that'll close out Turbicle Tabloid. Let's let you guys know it's it's like it's gonna be a hell of a week. There's a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff coming down for the next the next venture. We're gonna be seeing probably a such a, a separation from Turbicle Tabloid on the regular season sportscast, but it I keep you guys abreast and posted on how that's gonna go. Just be on the lookout for how that's going. We got uh got guests. Coming up, possibly some interviews coming down as well for Turnbuckle Tablet. So be on the lookout for that. So, um, yeah, we'll be back. Check you guys out after we pay some dues, fake dues as always. So check you in a minute. Hello, everybody. Greatest wrestling talk show host of all times, Lorenz Dean here speaking. And I'm here to talk about a. Oh, keep, keep going. Don't let me interrupt you. I'm sorry. I'm here to talk about a new product of ours called Pro Wrestling Punchline. Now, Pro Wrestling Punchline is a blast from the past. And all you 80s and 90s fans, this is oh, a commemorative... Am I in this? Actually, he is. WWE Hall of Famer, Ron Simmons. You will also receive an autographed signature series of Ron Simmons in one of these packages. Beautiful package consists of wrestling wristbands, miniature wrestling action figures, and for all you luchador fans, a luchador mask, plus many, many more. Are you telling me that there's something in this for everyone? For everybody. So there's yeah. something that everybody that gets this will enjoy something. Pretty much, young and old, we we cover it all. 
Okay, well, you know what? I just thought of something. Yeah. Now, you tell me about this if you like this. Okay, okay sure. For everyone that buys this, right. right, they should enjoy it, right? Of course. So, if they don't enjoy this, I have an even better idea. Okay. What about you becoming the punch on it? Damn. This is TNA Superstar EC3, and you are listening to TRSS. This segment of Turnbuckle Tablet was brought to you by Pro Wrestling Punchlines. Pro Wrestling Punchlines bringing to you Series 2. Check out Pro Wrestling Punchlines on Lorenz Dean's Facebook page. If you are interested in what you got going on, it looks like they got some stuff going on with a new apparel. They have wrestling masks, they have lucha masks, and now they're bringing out Surprise gift for you guys. If you're into a little bit of cosplay with your ladies, you might be interested in this. So check out Lorenz Dean on his Facebook page or hit them up on the email pro wrestling punchlines at gmail.com pro wrestling punchlines at gmail.com. All right, guys. So we're going to wrap up this week's episode of the regular season sportscast. Be sure you check us out on Facebook at the group page. Regular Season Sportscast, as well as on Instagram at Regular Season Sports. So you check us out on Twitter at RWJ Santi, Snapchat, Waterbed Red RW, and the YouTube page, Regular Season Sportscast. We've got more videos coming up soon. We've got the previews and reviews of NBA 2K17, WWE, and tons, tons more. So be sure you check that out on the YouTube page. Oh, and make sure you check me out on my Facebook page at Jay Santi. Check me out there. It's all live. It's all it's all living. Big shout out to House of Glory who's having a big show on September 24th. Make sure you check those guys out at HOGWrestling.net for tickets. Tickets are still available. First row is sold out. So if you guys are going to be in the NYC area, make sure you check that out as well as there and future upcoming events and promotions as well. Going to close it out this week. Be sure you guys Listen to everything that goes on on RageWorks.net. All things going. Everything's popping. Everything's lit. Got Call Me What It's Over with your girl's favorite artist, Josie's Boy. We got TRSS Overtime, views from the 536 with Met Fan Matt. Make sure you check out My Take Radio as well as all other shows that are there. And please, please check out our apparels. We got some stuff there at RageWorks.net forward slash shop. Got some stuff there for you guys to wear. Like I said, we're trying to get it up there to where you guys can wear it at the bar or at the lounge. Be fashionable, be coordinated, and people could just ask you, Where did you get that from? And be like, Got this from rageworks.net. It's fabulous. All right, guys. So, check you guys out next week. Got tons of stuff more coming for you guys. If there's sports, we're there. We're going to try to, uh, try to do our best to cover every, every aspect. And this show's going like into two hour mode again. Well, yeah. After a couple of coronas and, a lot of opinions. That's the kind of shit that happens. So, all right, guys, make sure you live the gimmick. I'm not what's best for business. I'm best for everybody. Squash. The regular season sportscast. Season Sports Cast.